Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the best book club in the multiverse. And tonight on the card, in your main event, in the blue corner, we have the former regent of Viltrum, Thrag. And in the red corner, his opponent, the challenger. Standing at really frickin' tall and weighing at he wouldn't allow us to measure him. It's Battle Beast! Ten rounds to decide the baddest bitch in the galaxy. On your mark, get set, let's get ready to fucking fight! <laughs> Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is, of course, the Geek Explained Book Club, where every single Friday I, alongside my fellow referee, timekeeper, and ring announcer, go through every single issue of every single volume of Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley's Fight Club. <laughs> God, you don't talk about Fight Club. That's the first rule. But but how do I know that it's Fight Club if I don't talk about it? Like how, like how I am I, your like host, Eric Azana, and I am joined, of course, by the only two men who I would trust to drop on an alien planet before dropping a horde of Ragnars on top of them. It's Jacob Brown. Hi, y'all. It's great to be here for this uh, big old convention here. And Malcolm Russell Nelson. You are the first female to make me bleed. I think I'm in love. Let's just get this out of the way. Weird. Really fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No kink shaming here, but like, maybe a little. Um, so basically, yeah. we are talking Invincible every single Friday. You know how it is. We've been going through the entire Invincible series. I, alongside my cohorts, uh, we've made it to volume 21. Volume 21 encompasses issues number 115 through 120, and it is entitled Modern Family. We have moved up in the sitcom names to the 2000s. And uh, gentlemen... What a nice little relaxing day spa compared to last volume. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Way nicer. It's so sweet. Um, that being said, a lot of stuff still happens in this uh, in this volume. I would say that an alternative title for this is The Ballad of the Battle Beast. I think it's it's Battle Beast's finest hour or yes, yeah. finest month depending yes. on how long this actually takes but let's yes. just let's just fucking dive into it so chapter 115 i was so excited to see battle beast back on this cover man i absolutely adore anytime i get to see my boy and he's great we, he's amazing and we pick up in this orbiting little uh, little shuttle where we see that Battle Beast has been busy, and by busy, I mean getting busy. Bizet. Bizet, mm -hmm. you are Bizet. right. <laughs> the, uh, the alien woman who he 
I guess, allowed to tag along last volume. Yeah. Uh, they have now entered into a romance, a steamy, very violent romance, as it seems. Yeah. I like and them together. Agreed. Agreed. It's a nice... It, it, it's a nice relationship. I didn't think I needed to see Battle Beast have a relationship, but it's good. And we find that as we are catching up with them, Battle Beast has located Thrag. They mm-hmm. have followed the trail. They have landed on this planet. And with Battle- Space Racer, by the way. With Space yeah. Racer. My boy, my boy pops up on the screen to be like, hey, yo, we found them. We here. We out here. Here we, we go. Here. We race them. And so I love this page turn too, where it's like his location is confirmed finally. And then you just see him dropping from orbit. Like so badass. Oh, I love so badass. I love like, Battle Beast. He's rocking this like cool looking hammer this with this meteor giant... of death just falling. Yeah. yeah. I think that's an apt description for Battle Beast. Yeah, the meteor of, a meteor of death. From, like... And he drops yeah. down onto isn't, a very isn't that the sword familiar from like uh, something specific though. I don't know if it is. Is it? I don't know. It looks very Buster Blade from Final Fantasy. But that's what I mean. That's does. what I was going to say. Except that's it's got, it, isn't you know, just... spikes on the side. Like, so it's like a keyblade. Keyblade, yeah. Are you saying Battle Confirmed. Beast has a keyblade? Confirmed. Yeah. Battle, Battle Beast is a keyblade wielder. From... Yeah. Battle Beast is a keyblade wielder confirmed. <laughs> yes, We're going to see him here. in Kingdom Hearts 4. If we don't yeah. see him in Kingdom Hearts 4, I'm going to be mad. So anyway... Um, <laughs> Battle Beast shows up, and I feel like we mentioned this last week, but he drops in on a very familiar planet. We uh, did not mention that last week. No. Okay. Uh, did we? So did we? No, no. No, we, we did not. So no, no, he drops the, on a very yeah. familiar planet with some very familiar bug people. This is the planet that Nolan went to. Mm-hmm. This is the planet that... That Oliver comes from. Olivia that comes Olivier from. comes me. from. Yeah. He dropped. He dropped straight into the middle of Paris, and he is about to enact some French violence. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, French violence oh, is man. French violence has returned. Oh, Jean Claude, be damned! <laughs> it has been a long time coming. Um, Battleby shows up, and Thrag is there to meet him. He's even rocking the like ceremonial chest armor that. Uh, Nolan was wearing when uh, when Mark arrived last time. This is going to be a fight, though apparently not according to Thrag, because he says, "I have defeated you before easily, as I recall. <laughs> I have bug people now, and immediately his lover says uh, is deploying something. So they're having their little pre-fight dialogue. They know that this is going to be they're in for a long haul on this one when all of a sudden what comes raining down from the skies the raftars man raftars are back raining like hellfire with control devices on their heads Mm -hmm. the raftars are controlled somehow and they are (laughs) and they are vicious they are there to basically all kill thrag and of course battle beast is not happy about this and I love this little moment where he's just like, why have you betrayed me? And uh, she basically, she says, promise him Alan made me, allow you to die, cannot, too much you mean to me. What a wonderful love story. Mm-hmm. She knows mm-hmm. he's going down there to die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But 
Battlebeast responds by lopping off the heads of these Raftars, man. Like he's... I love that it becomes a team up between Thrag and Battlebeast. Yeah, it's, it's again, instant team unexpected. up. It's like, what? Why? <laughs> Though one of them gets a pretty good shot in, it disembowels Thrag. Get, yeah. Like yeah. tears into his stomach. They take out the rest of them. And then Battlebeast, this absolute monster, is just it, like... The coolest moment. Can can we can we get a reading from you real quick? As Malcolm yeah. is Battle Beast, uh, let's start with here. I'll I'll do Thrag, uh, Jacob. Yes. If you could be our 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 soldiers real quick, we're gonna start at Leave Us. Just real quick, just a little okay. little reading. Let's okay. do this. Let's do this. Oh right, yeah, here we okay. go. Okay. And action. Leave us as you wish, Monarch. Advantage, distraction. That is an affront to all I stand for. What I do here will have no meaning. I will at long last prove I am worthy of the gift. You will give me glory of battle I have yearned for. I will do nothing to sully this victory. I will accept no advantage. Then uh, takes his sword and rips into his tum tum. <laughs> rips into his tum tum. Even there's a panel where he like reaches in and like and fingers out his his, his intestines. Out. So he's like, mm-hmm. we're even. Mm-hmm. And Thrag is just like, this guy's fucking crazy. Like I am not ready to deal with this. Though he gives this very Viltrum battle cry that I I'm sure Battle Beast loves, where he's like. I am Thrag, bred to be the Grand Regent of the Viltrum Empire. I was created to rule. I was given power and fury, strength and rage, to lead, to conquer, to kill. And like, they just, oh man. So the next page where where Thrag says, you treat this like a game, and Battlebee says, this is no game. This is what I live for. This is my life. Um, and I hate to do this. Jacob, I'm really sorry. I hate to do this. But I know that Michael Dorn has been cast as Battle Beast for the show, but I could only hear that line as Vin Diesel, specifically like in in Fate of the Furious, when yes. he's like, when he when he yells, he's like, I got no choice. Like I could only read it like that. And I was like, oh man, Vin Diesel would have been a really good Battle Beast. I actually like, that would have been really they, awesome. Battle Beast. Yeah, I, I agree. I actually that hope that they great. rewrite this and that Battle Beast goes. Did you think this was going to be a street fight? <laughs> That's the thing about a street fight. The street always wins. The street always wins. <laughs> I just thought, it's gonna yes. Hey, oh, I thought you were going to just leave it be. I thought you were just no. going to end it all with just, I am Groot. <laughs> he would be a great battle beast. That'd like, be Vinny D's got that really rough voice. I think he'd really, be really yeah. good. Oh yeah! Like it makes sense that Battle Beast is just Worf. Like that makes complete sense. Absolutely. But at the same time, like you know, he could be Riddick. Well, <laughs> the only thing yeah. is though, Battle Beast doesn't care about family. Ooh, that's true. That's but neither but neither does Riddick. He does. He cares about um. Does what's her he? name? What's her name? Does he? His pal. Guys, 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 get back on top. Okay, so. <clears throat> Get we get the throwdown that we have been waiting. Whoa. Cheeky. Hey, we want to get to the fight. Oh, come Frag on is now. a bottom confirmed. Um, so <laughs> we get to this battle. 
Uh, <laughs> yep. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Thrag and Battle Beast are absolutely tearing into each other. I love this middle image on the double page spread where he is just eating Thrag's head. It's so yes. gross. It's so gross. It's so gross. Dinosaurus nice, walked so Battle a, Beast could a nice run. Call back to that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Everyone exactly. goes for the head. Everyone does what Thor should have and goes for the head. Absolutely. Just gouges one of Thrag's eyes out. I, I so love weird. it. I love it. And then it just cuts back to this really, um, I don't know how to feel about this personally, because this is. It's a uh, Morton Joe. He's a Morton Joe. He is. He is. All oh, the worst parts oh, of a Morton Joe. Um, yeah. You see all of the, you see this palace filled with females who are pregnant. And as we go into the next page and the conclusion of this chapter, we find that Thrag has also been busy. He has been breeding a brand new Viltrum Empire. Just a little army of evil Oliviers. The French Revolution is coming. Let me tell you. Waving the French flag as they come in, flying in through. We, we got to oh, get man. that little kid who played Gabriel. Tiny little. <laughs> to play exactly <laughs> to play Olivia. yeah that's the one yeah. that's the one we got it so yeah, chapter 116 we take a break from the uh from the Real friday quick, night smackdown i was wondering if i could set a music um yes please oh i was reading this i love it um so there's there's two because of a mistake that happened so it started off being very watchmen with uh, uh, Times Are a Changing by Bob Dylan playing nice. while this next sequence happens. I hate that you said that it was very watchable. I actually nice. bumped. <laughs> right? Malcolm's hate of Watchmen is one of the most amazing so, things. No, uh, I actually like that is... movie. I just have problems. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. We, we all do. Uh, we all have problems. But 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 uh, but uh, I accidentally skipped it and it changed and it became "What a Wonderful World" by Louis Armstrong, which I thought was ah, uh, that's appropriate. That's an appropriate song for this issue, uh, because it reminds you that Earth is nice. <laughs> it, it, it is it now really apparently. Does. Yeah. <laughs> so we cut in. <laughs> Opening this issue of, is uh, very Endgame that way. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that been Endgame where they're like, listen, there's whales in the Hudson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a good thing. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we cut in with our boy William. Yeah, we haven't seen the lad in a little bit. Yeah, and he's you know really excited, yeah. and he's basically uh, uh. going through a montage about all the positive changes. <laughs> William's happened. ignorance is bliss. It's Super so like so I have no idea why this happened, it's, but look guys, at this. Like, I don't know. They pulled the troops out of Iraq, and like everything seems fine <laughs> now. Like, there's not even universal healthcare. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, as he's like talking about all the great things that have happened, we just see in the back images of robot just essentially doing, you know, executing his plan, taking over the world more or less, mm-hmm. and. We see that uh, everybody, you know, Robot has turned this planet essentially into a utopia-esque society. And he is guiding, he is the guiding hand, Mm -hmm. to uh, borrow an economics term, 
Um, yeah. He is just, thank you. I went to college. Uh, oh. he, <laughs> so it shows. Um, community it college. Shows. Thank you. It shows. Um, hey, heard that, buddy. Hell hey. Yeah. So shout out to Pima Community College. Anyway, so <laughs> um, <laughs> we realize that the conversation that William is having is with Mark and Eve. And they are just having to sit there and listen to him talk about how great things are while knowing the truth, knowing what happened and not being able to say anything. Uh, Meanwhile, we have Nolan and Debbie. Nolan is allowed back on Earth now, thanks to um, thanks to robot running things. And they show up and their house is demolished because that's what happened last volume. they are basically trying to reconcile and meanwhile this is great and also terrible mark and eve are staying with eve's parents it's the worst and then throughout this throughout this volume specifically throughout this issue and the next issue we get like little cutaways to the battle as it's in progress the never-ending battle I love it. I love the little snapshots of the raging battle across this planet. The battle goes on for so long that Thrag's eye starts to heal back. That's how long the battle is. Yeah. I love it. It starts to heal back. That's insane. I love it so much. It's also well, it's also well put. Every time the snippets of the battle come into this volume, it's well, it's well established in the story. Yeah, it's well paced. For sure. Some of the times. Yeah. We get this, we get the reminder to the audience that uh, Eve's parents are the worst. The worst. Just the worst. <laughs> the worst. Constantly. God. Um, just the worst. And, you know, it sucks because they're in a bad Ugh. spot. They have to stay with her parents right now. They've got their baby. It's, it's rough. And they haven't been able to name the baby yet. They don't know her name. They don't know what they want to name her. We get this really depressing um page of three different funerals <laughs> yeah I thought, so I thought you were gonna say the, the page of them lying in eve's bed and mark oh that like too out of it which Absolutely. is the most relatable thing <laughs> you ever try to have a sleepover on a twin bed it sucks like it sucks it sucks <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we get the snapshot of three different funerals so bad it's sad it's really <laughs> sad yeah i hated I hated yeah. the second panel. Yeah, I, I almost Bolt, broke. Yeah, I know. Bolt is despondent. Is he is an absolute yeah. wreck. We have the great. Well, I will say it is a very well designed gravestone. Okay, but I know it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's so good. But like it's the so whole good. Capes crew is there, and it's it's really awful. Just seeing really is. Bolt got to watch these kids come together. Uh-huh. got to watch yeah. them their relationship blossom their superhero careers blossom he got to watch them get married and then he gets they are to arguably his die. best friends yeah yeah Ar- i would say so argument to be made that they're his best friends and he well, just they watched were partners, them die remember they were basically yeah, that's right. yeah they were yeah they were, they were basically like his kids more yeah. or less and yeah. he got to watch them grow up and die justice for bolt is all i'm gonna say i <sighs> I want anyway i'm gonna move on um everybody's there for the well, uh well also well, the cecil the cecil one is my personal favorite that's because because no like, one's there it feels so scrooge 
No, that, that no feels one's there. perfect. That's yeah. perfect, that, though. No, he's it the, feels he's the absolutely guy. perfect. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's Nick Fury. No one should be yeah. at Nick Fury's funeral. Nobody cares yeah. about him. Ex- exactly, except for except for Captain America, which uh, which Mark is. <laughs> which Mark would be the Captain America? Like, yeah, yep. they're yep. Cap and exactly. Sharon. Yeah, Nomad Cap. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly what it is. It's and so, so funny to me. So they, sorry, that was that no. Moment. You're good. <laughs> they leave. They leave separately. Eve goes. Mark has it. Just kind of has a nice, like goodbye to Cecil. Mm-hmm. And then as he leaves, he is confronted by the one-armed man. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's it's the immortal. You, it's you the immortal. switch the samples. You switch the samples. You, you, just so you can like sell classic. <laughs> it wasn't me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's all I imagine a mortal being played by Harrison Ford, please. Uh so sounds good. Works for me. Uh no, actually, wow. actually, I I really like Ross Marquand, so he's he's gotta stay. I think he um, does a great job on this yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't. <laughs> anyway, so we don't have time to get into that. Um so Justice we spader. Justice for Spader. But uh so Immortal's there. He's one armed. He's like, hey man, look. Like he's that he's that guy. He he's that high school friend who you haven't like talked to in 15 years, who you just like kind of bump into and he's like, dude, hey, fucking, I got some shit going on right now. Can you you have a second to talk? Yeah. Like it's it's very much that like, hey, have you thought about direct marketing? Have you thought about multi-level marketing? It's coincidence uh, for you to run into them, but they've been planning this for like they've two been weeks planning to run this. into you. Yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Always get yeah. you in the back he's of the like, mind. You know? He's just like, look, dude, mm-hmm. we got to like, we got to rebel. I got a team. We were like, we're in hiding right now. And he's like, and he gives this really excellent argument that I think is very, very cool. Um, I just want to read this quote here real quick because Mark is basically, he's defeated. He's defeated in mind. He's defeated in body. He's like, what if he's right? Like, what if robot yeah. did the right thing? And uh, Immortal says, the world isn't logical, Mark. Also, trust me, this guy, this may start nice, but it's not headed anywhere good. Logical now means no war, world peace, everyone happy. But what happens when it isn't logical to keep the elderly alive or sick children? What happens when it isn't logical to have such a large world population? I've been around a long time. This world is stupid and messy and nonsensical, and it needs to stay that way. And this is one of those awesome things about the immortal that doesn't get utilized as much in the narrative is how much experience he has Mm -hmm. he's seen civilizations rise and fall he has the experience to know this is a bad thing this is how i always want wolverine to be characterized agreed totally agree and and it never happens but i think this is exactly like we're like the longevity gives you such a perspective yeah. that you see everything happens the way it's supposed to. Like mm-hmm. there is a flow and a balance, and you it's can't a, and it's a cycle. It's a um, cycle. Yeah, right. So he's basically like, "Look, like I'm willing," and I love this too because Mark's like, "I get what you're saying, but there's just too much at risk. He's already done." He's already gone after Eve once. I can't put her in danger. Not before I know it's necessary. And Immortal has the greatest clap back because uh-huh. he says, I'm willing to wager I've lost more than you on in my time on this earth. Like he has lived and lost so much. 
He says, we have to make sacrifices for the greater good. That's who we are. I know Kate wouldn't allow me to use her as an excuse not to do what I know is right. That's oh. a savage bit. That's a patootie. Oh. I love yeah. it. So Mark, back. Mark absolutely takes this and he takes this knowledge to Nolan. Also, I I have to mention it. We mentioned it last volume. I love this look on Nolan. I think it yeah. works really right. well. I think that the character yeah. also carries himself a little differently now. He like, does. I, I, More I think upright. that there's like a really interesting physical change there where he walks like Superman now with yeah. the shoulders back. Even more so than he did as Omni-Man. Yes. Yes. He, yeah. he holds himself very differently now, which I really like that physical acting. That's a really good call on Ryan Ollie's part. Like, that's really interesting. And so Mark is basically there to plead to Nolan for them to like get involved and they are interrupted by... Anissa and Mark reacts as he would Um, Nolan notices this and he says you know after the interaction he's like something I need to know about here and Mark will not will not talk to him about it just as we get another cut to Battle Beast biting into Thrag's arm as they, they are just again still ripping into each other love it Yes. It is full, unclear. Full choking him. Like, yeah. too, like, like he's winning. Oh, it looks like he's got the upper uh, hand Battle here. Beast is winning. He's got him mm-hmm. pinned down and beating <laughs> him hard on the ankle. I mean the wrist. Sorry. I know what I know what the wrist bone is connected to the foot bone. Arm bone? So, <laughs> so um the ham bone actually. So oh, oh ham bone. Ham bone. Yeah. Maybe you got so, stew going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I went to college. So <laughs> Mark, Mark and Eve are trying to come up with a name for their daughter and they just, they're not able to figure it out. Um, Mark is distant. Mark is, you can tell that he's thinking. And when Mark is like in the process of trying to formulate a plan, he just spaces, which again, super relatable. Like there are times where I'm just like, I'm trying to think about like the stuff I have to do in the upcoming week. And And I'm I'm just like, yeah just blank stare and somebody like usually Sammy has to be like, hello. Hi. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) And so Mark gives this speech that seems like it's going one way where the two of them are talking and he's talking about like, I can't just stay here on earth. I just can't be here on this planet while Robot is running free and I know all the terrible things she, he's doing. And Eve is st- Eve knows this talk. She knows she, that he's about to go. Yeah, It's essentially the same talk that he gave to her before he went after Angstrom Levy. Yeah. But then he says, I just can't stand aside and let Rex rule this planet. So I think we're going to have to leave it. What a great swerve. What a great wow. swerve. I did not expect that at all. Yeah. Yeah. So chapter 117 starts off in a very familiar and fun place. It's the comic book shop. Yeah. So Mark is picking up his pull list. Um, yeah. Let me uh, real quick. Let me go ahead and say this is not realistic. <laughs> tell us. Tell us. Tell us. Let me go ahead and tell you. If someone doesn't show up for a year, no, ain't nobody gonna still have your comics. Yeah. All right, folks. If you can't pick up your comics, let your comics out now. That's all I'm saying. 
Speaking of which, Malcolm, is my pool like done? Because uh, I haven't been there for a year. Jacob, you're killing me. Because <laughs> he knows I'm right. In case he knows. He it's knows true. Real. Yeah, it's we've true. actually been waiting all these episodes to have an intervention with you. about This was all just a sting operation. I knew it. Yeah, we're, I not, knew it. we're not going I... forward in this series. That's really God, what, this is what it's been about. God yeah. damn it. I should have known. All right, uh, fair. I love that the comic book guy is wearing a Rumble shirt, by the way. Right. Uh, his shirt is the, char- the main character from the book Rumble, which was coming out about this time, uh, which is pretty How fun. How did that book and- do? How did that book do, Malcolm? Uh, Rumble did okay. Um, I think it started dipping off in sales just like in general, like around issue like three or four. It didn't go for super long. They did a second series for Rumble as well. Hmm. Um, it's a fun book, though. Really interesting. Scarecrow looking God guy. Cool. Nice. Yeah. So image uh, comics. I, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna point out the uh, black sheep on his arm tattoo. That's the. It, it's oh, a black that was, sheep. That one is. Funny. I just. Oh! I just thought that was really funny. <laughs> I don't know why. There. That's yeah. interesting. Isn't that interesting? And so that this issue, me. they kind of <laughs> set up immediately <laughs> as like, this is Mark kind of squaring away his, his stuff, before they go. This is him. This is him saying goodbye. This yeah. is this is his uh, all star Superman moment. Him like yes, kind of yes, absolutely it is. Yes. Good, good drive. Right yeah, which yeah. results in one of the best moments in this entire series. For I me. think one of the best pages in the entire series. Absolutely. Yes. Mark has his little bag with his uh, with his comics in it, and we see that he is looking over Amber. We haven't seen Amber in a very long time. Last time we saw Amber, uh, she was still with he who shall not be named because he doesn't uh-huh. matter and he isn't worth it. Yeah. Um, What's his tit? We're not talking about him. Yeah. So we see this other guy coming up behind uh-huh. her and he kind of, you know, he puts his hands on her shoulders and he says, Hey, Amber, sorry to keep you waiting. She says, no worries. And they walk off. Amber gets to walk off into the sunset. There, There's also the good dramatic acting with her hair. We covered yes, last absolutely. time. Uh, the last couple of times that we saw Amber, she had uh, her hair covering the left side of her eye because that was where uh, he who shall not be named uh, would hit her. Uh, and so the first panel, we see just a little bit of her eye hiding behind the hair. But then the next panel, she's turned her head and her eye is fine. And that's that, that coupled with like seeing the guy at the same time is like a really, really good way to play that out. That was... Right. That's beautiful acting. That's really good acting, right there. Great scripting, great storytelling. It's great storytelling. And even if this is the last time we see Amber, like I'm okay with it because she, we know that she's happy. This is the best way to last time see her. Yeah, this is the best. This is the best like to end her. That's a series wrap on Amber. Yeah, yeah. We get to see uh, Mark. Mark kind of have this moment, and as he, uh, as he's flying off to. head to wherever he's going next he rescues this lady and her child from i forget this guy's friggin name yeah uh, I, from, I, from penance I from penance kill from comics yeah uh, no <laughs> is it not no <laughs> but we put respect kill on kill cannon, cannon. House. put some respect on kill cannon okay <laughs> in this house we stand kill cannon. Uh, so he kind of sets the uh the mom and her son on the roof he's like hey feel free to read those if you get bored and there's <laughs> so a certain funny. freedom for Mark. He's not in costume. 
But now that he's leaving the planet, he's okay with it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes back to deal with this guy and finds that the robot drones, the robotomatons, are dealing with this guy. Uh, Robot steps out from the little dimension door and he's just like, look, what are you doing? You don't have to like do this. Like, and meanwhile, like while they're having this conversation, I love that this fight is just going on behind them. It's so yeah. Good. And he's just like, look, like you have to admit I I was right. You have to admit that I did the right thing. I I saved the world. And it's like you can help. You can come back. You can have your old job. We can work together. And Mark shoots this quick little you're smart enough to know that will never happen um also this is the second time that mark has looked the most asian that he's looked in in a while really i'm telling you yeah. I'm telling you the, bo- the boy's asian man. you're right always you're has right. been so, always has been always so mark comes back to the mom and her son and she's and the kid's just like you read comics comics are lame and he just he gives, so he gives the greatest response. He's just like, you're lame. Enjoy the stairs. <laughs> Takes his comics back. I love it. But just then, who should show up at D.A. Sinclair? Ooh, deep cut. D.A. Sinclair shows up and he's like, look, man, he doesn't know I'm here. We're working on something. Like, yeah, you, you have friends in the agency. Like if you're if you're thinking about planning something, you've got friends. Like you're not going to stand alone. Don't worry. And then he pops back into the portal. It's like later. <laughs> we cut back to uh, Kate and Eve having a nice little uh, nice little playtime, and they are at this like secluded like uh, log cabin deal that I'm sure Immortal built back when he was Abe Lincoln. Yeah, um, <laughs> and they're having like a little little double date, a little get together, a little barbecue. Immortal barbecuing with one arm, I think, is just the most amazing thing. The real girl master. Also, he, he looks like he looks like Wolverine with the tank top and everything. He Absolutely. looks exactly like Wolverine, right? Yeah. <laughs> the just second tall. time we've made that, we'll... yeah, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um... Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> if you know you know so um, if you know you know so <laughs> so mark and immortal having this conversation immortal's like so are you gonna help us or what and mark says hey like da sinclair is gonna like help you gonna help you guys out and mark's like, and immortal's like wait a second don't you mean us he can help us out there's a silence, and I love his response. He's just like, "You're a disgrace." You're like, disgrace. Yeah. So he's so good. sickened by him, and it's a mm-hmm. good speech too. Yeah. Like, no, don't don't give me your excuses. I'm not yeah. going to waste my time hearing them. You're a coward. Oh. <laughs> oh, I love man. it. I love it. It's a really good. It's a really good interaction between them. And little do we know that uh, Eve is having the same exact interaction with Kate on the yeah. inside. Yeah. It's, <laughs> like, it's interesting yeah. that both couples are so on the same page. <laughs> I, I kind of love that. It's very cool. Yeah. So Mark basically says, look, I don't trust him, but like whatever he's doing, it's working right now. If something goes wrong, then I'll jump in. And at that moment, Eve's like, all right, we need to leave. And so they <laughs> yeah. fly off, right? So they then go and have their second of two double dates with uh, William and Rick. 
it's good seeing these guys. I Rick, love maybe. this guy. I love yeah. this guy's way more. See, this is this is the William we all wanted back back then. Isn't it nice? Isn't it nice yeah. being out and free yeah. and rainbowy? Honestly, yeah. William good seems place. so happy now, which he is genuinely really nice. does. Yeah, like, I, he, he was like such a little shit with before, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and now he's a happy guy. Like it's so good. It's good to see this get this character that was like the definitive like best friend of our hero uh yeah. grow up and be like something special now yeah i also love that he has the popcorn all in his collar because he's one of those shitty eaters i he love is. that he is. that's <laughs> again really good acting though i mean if anyone if you've ever worn a hoodie at a at a movie theater like that just that just happens like even Never if you're not me, it, even if you're not eating popcorn it just somehow yeah. somehow it'll end it, up I'll, in your hood it just I don't know. everyone around you is just like been throwing like popcorn into your hoodie behind you the whole it's, time it's probably because i when i'm in a theater with a hoodie on i usually have my hoodie up man oh, that might be why okay actually. all right that's, i see that's I see. that might be why because you go for comfort you go for comfort yeah, yeah. yeah i go for comfort baby so we cut back to another great <laughs> double page spread where battle beast oh, yeah. and thrag the battle continues Hell yeah. Battle Beast is in the middle of one of his <laughs> incredibly Michael Dorn speeches. I thirst for blood. <laughs> He's like, then I will drown you in your own. And then fucking Thrag just goes, you maniac. Just like hits him. I love it. <laughs> He's just like, I am so over this. I am done here. And so the two of them continue to fight. We cut back to a very important uh, moment. Eve, as she has in uh, in the last volume, tries to get intimate with Mark, and he refuses, pushes her off of him, um, and refuses to talk about it. They then have a great little reunion. Mark, Nolan, and our boy. Art! Yes! The The reunion of of all reunions! What we should have had a long time ago. The three of them having a nice little, you know, nice little diner, uh, diner lunch. Um, There's a great moment, too, where uh, Nolan's like, you know, I'm sorry for everything. I'm allowed to be on Earth now. I'll see more of you. I can make it right. And Art goes, a contract for designing all the uniforms for your space empire would go a long way. I and mean, I'm like, a start. Art's, Art's <laughs> constantly a businessman. He's the best. I love it. I love that guy, man. Art's love the best. Art. He's Art so great. Guy. He even pays for their lunch. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. What, what a, a classy mensch. guy. Such yeah. a good a total dude. mensch. That's, total mensch. That's honestly the that's a, that's a true friend in the sense of like you know like he uh, especially being such an old guy you know like it's always it's always like go go I got this don't worry just get out just go out I'm just classy. glad. Just glad to have the time, you know? That's yeah. just glad to at least have the time to be with you. A, a TV comparison, I feel like this is something that we can't get in the show and be as earned. Um, because we've seen more of the interaction between Art and Nolan in the show to the point where there was the like section of time where Art knew about Nolan and knew that he killed the Guardians while right. he's still right. hanging out with no like and that, that that doesn't work for this i I've, think i've, I've, I've yeah. waited for this moment in the comics that i love this page so much because i think it says everything you need to know about that character i think and, they could make it work yeah. if they had an extra scene of them having like this chat or having this talk 
about like squaring that away. Yeah. But it would, it would take more for sure. Um, still the tensest yeah. moment in that entire first season. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. So, uh, it's very mission impossible. Like, yes. Very stressful. You know, one of them is undercover. The other one isn't. <laughs> <laughs> It's the dino scene in Inglorious Bastards. Yes. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's the, it's yeah, the car yeah. ride it's from Spider Man Homecoming. It's the car ride. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Ooh, jeez. Great car ride scene. Yeah. So Mark and Nolan head back to a very familiar snowy mountain where they have this conversation. Oh, yeah. Nolan's like, you know, I know you feel like I've betrayed you. And Mark hits him with i guess i should be used to it by now and no one goes okay that hurt a little i love that i love that so much i i think it's what i love what i really really love about this is that the comic remembers stuff continuity matters yeah continuity matters and mark remembers the stuff that's happened it's it really does set it apart from a lot of comics everyone Um, in this book should be called pepperidge farms because they remember. (laughs) (laughs) Victory sip. (laughs) (laughs) So they have this conversation where it's basically like them saying goodbye to each other. Um, He says, I don't like it, but I understand it. That'll just have to be good enough. And, you know, they have this goodbye. They have this hug. And then we get this great moment with Eve and her parents. Incredible moment. Incredible moment. Break, break, break it down, Malcolm. Break it down. So it's four panels. Top three panels are Eve's parents talking to Eve. Uh, and Eve's mom is freaking out. to being like, why are you leaving? Is this something I said? Like, why are you leaving? Why are you leaving? Do you hate us? Why do you hate us? Freaking out. Classic TV mom behavior, right? And then... Eve's dad sounds like classic Eve's dad, you know, very sexist, very offensive. But then it all boils down to, you know, uh, I mean, I'm just going to go for a read. You know, I uh, do the read. I'm just going to do the whole do thing. It. I'm just going to do the whole thing. I'll do be it. the mom. Can I may I be the mom? Because I, I actually really love you. Her. May please mom. Me. This just, that sounds weird. So <laughs> all right. Ready? And action. Why? My baby! No, please don't go. Raising a daughter is hard. They're the fairer sex, you know? They're weak. They need to be protected. As a father, you're always on guard. Why do you want to go? Was it something I said? Now, after a certain age, you really got to be watching out for your girls, you know? Guys are only after one thing. I know. I'm a guy. Never liked that Rex kid. I know you were upset when he died, but I never liked that boy. But eventually, some kid comes along like Mark, someone you can respect, someone you can trust, to protect your girl for you. I need to know my grandchild. I need you both in my life. But I want you to know, you've changed things for me. I'm not, I'm not worried about you. And that isn't because Mark is going with you, Samantha. You don't need him or anyone. You're my special girl. And you always will be. My special girl doesn't need anyone to protect her. You're the strongest person we know, and you'll be fine out there. We, we love you. Okay. Wow, Dad, you 
really turned that around at the end. <laughs> what a weird character progression yeah. that we've slowly been getting completely off screen. Completely off screen. He's grown as a person. And I think that's hilarious. <laughs> we've only seen this oh character God. like four times. Yeah. And every time he's been terrible. Every time, time he's been terrible. The worst. The worst. He gets worse every time we're introduced he gets to him. worse. Yeah. And and then then this is like here's this weird left turn. Yeah. Where it's still inherently sexist. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But but at least it comes from a place of like love. It, love? It's weird. It's so weird. <laughs> what an interesting change. I don't know. So while this is all going on, Mark is having a kind of a conversation with Debbie. I love Mark and Debbie time. I really, really do. Me too. Um, so they get to kind of hash things out. They get to talk about, you know, marriage and they get to talk about relationships and <laughs> You, this feels genuinely feels like this is the last time we're going to see these characters. Yeah, yeah. This is, and as uh, weird as that is, like knowing that we have more episodes and more volumes, it feels final. Yeah, like I don't yeah. know what's happening. And I and I think that's very realistic for real life. You know, mm-hmm. you when you say goodbye to someone, you don't know if you're actually going to see them again. Yeah, you know, so it, it's very earnest. Agreed. It's very earnest. It's very much so because this is the, um, the he saved his mom for last. Yeah, he, yeah, I goodbye. love that too. He yeah, saved his mom that. for last to say goodbye to before the ship arrives for them to leave. And it's my background because of just uh, as I'm, I'm going to be straight and I don't care about the, the teasing later, but I'm full mama's boy, and because oh. I'm an only child, and uh, and I I'm wish right I had. brothers and sisters to like deal with my parents but at the same time it uh this moment where like he's saying goodbye to her and and them hugging and uh like she's saying i'm going to miss you son i almost i i started crying at this because i uh out of all this it was just like it was just this moment of just like oh he's growing up he's leaving the nest egg right here this was like toy story 3 ending for me so that's that exactly exactly shut up eric oh Oh my god God. like good god man like so i'm I'm getting choked up from it right now i'm right there with you this is the moment like i'm right there with you debbie and mark remind me of me and my mom so i i am right there with you so it felt like yeah this was it this was the end we're we're now moving to a new location and our hero is going to be there for now and we'll have no idea what happens on earth that's what i kind of felt like from this issue so yeah, and, and you see her get to have that one last like really mom moment where they're saying goodbye, and she says, "You know, <laughs> tell Olivier I miss him when you see him." Also, a letter every now and then would be nice for both, both of, of you. A letter, by the way, I love it. By the way, such a mom, just like a letter would be nice, and it's just like, mom, I could just <laughs> call or really a letter. It's just like I want to remember you. It's Those between that charges and the, are killer. Exactly. <laughs> between that and the really mom dig of like the uh, you'll you'll come back eventually, right? You'll come. Yeah. I mean, n- nothing in this universe could keep me away from that adorable nameless baby of yours. <laughs> like, she's like, when you gonna like, name your little girl? Nameless. Like you're leaving, and she doesn't have a name name like, yet. Is have you thought about Deborah? So Exactly. You could call exactly. her Debbie for short. <laughs> it's a good name. It's a very good name. So this chapter ends with 
the two of them, you know, leaving on this ship. We get this great moment too. Yes. Where the uh the little flight <laughs> attendant like comes in with his eye covering his eyes, is like, Our journey is underway. Uh let us know if you need anything. I'll leave you alone. And he like goes and he's like, What what? And Mark <laughs> says, My parents were the last humans that traveled on this ship. She's like, What what oh and they I love it. I <laughs> yeah. absolutely love it. Just cracking up. And Mark's like having none of it. Just like, no, please stop. That's, so good. Gross. gross. And then we get, I think, the best moment in the entire volume. Yes. We get the moment where they are looking at the earth. They're leaving. They have that funny little moment. And then they say that they love each other. They, you know, exchange a hug. And she says, oh, wait, I've got it. And they name their daughter Tara. What a beautiful name. <laughs> it's such a good moment. They're, it's they're so little, good. Their own little piece of earth. Oh, so their own little piece of earth. <sighs> it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's so good. It really. That's why oh, last man. week when you ended it saying like they hadn't named the baby, I was just like, ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you knew. You knew what was coming. <laughs> so chapter 118 picks up. It also has one of the best covers I've ever seen in the series. Right. Um, the chapter 118 cover is amazing. This so, issue was 25 cents when it came out. That's why yes. at the bottom it says we really ah. want you to try this comic. That's why it's and then there's like a space. So uh, it, that space was yeah. 25 cents. So it doesn't say that on the compendium uh, comicsology copy. Oh, really? Interesting. Okay. That's interesting to know. Yeah. So this is this is when all the invincible covers start to have like little sayings at the bottom. Oh, so then cool. I will. So then I will read out the sayings. Then please do. If they don't have them on the issues. Here. Okay. Because they won't on here if if this cool. first one is to go by. Cool. So interesting. They are on Telescria, and Mark realizes that this is the first time Eve's ever been off planet yeah and it's really fun just seeing like the futuristic alien like society around them we get this yeah. great moment too where alan comes out to meet <laughs> them he's like yay he's like hey i'm, try I'm trying to do like the seth rogan voice <laughs> that was so, incredible thank you Dueling Seth Rogen laughs is like my favorite thing now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, I don't know, Alan, man. <laughs> Alan comes up and he's like, you know, is this the cute little thing I've heard so much about? And she responds the only way that a child of Mark Grayson and Eve would, right? With a fist bump. Yeah. Boom! <laughs> just punches him in the eye. She straight up just sucker punches him in the eye both of his guards are like oh shit they go after him <laughs> eve immediately like throws up a force field and alan's just like no 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 we're cool we're cool and he turns back and he's got full-on seth rogan eye so <laughs> that's my secret y'all i'm always high i'm always high he always is poking so, his eyes yeah so he's he's like you know just just took me off guard i'm fine sorry about that God. And, Somebody and so drops. he references something. He's like, you know, I actually didn't know if I'd be able to greet you today. There's a pretty important operation happening off world that I've been monitoring. And, and Mark says, stop right there, please. Look, I'm happy to help in times where you really need me. But I thought we agreed I wasn't coming back here to work for you. 
And Alan says, please don't understand, Mark. I know you're stepping back, raising your daughter. I was just saying I'd sent someone else to meet you. And we hear, oh, ha, ha, ha. And I would have been late. It's Olivier. Yeah. Look at him. Look at, Look at the lad. We Look haven't at seen the him lad. in like 15 issues, bro. Like it's yeah. been so long since we've seen him. And look at him. He's a little man now. Look at that he's, little he's French man. He look is at that little French now. Omni man. He's, and he's lay Omni man. And look at him wearing those boots. Look yeah. at him wearing boots. Look at him wear, see, so the costume looks so much better with the freaking boots, right? <laughs> yeah. That is full look Superman look. That is a he's it's super a boy. great man. costume. He's Superboy in the League of Superheroes. That's, like, ex- that's yeah, exactly what this exactly feels like. French Superboy. This feels like yeah, the Legion I, of Superheroes. Oh, my and I God. Love it. Yes. I oh, love my God. It's this. so glorious. It's so yeah. cool. We get to see Olivier at the height of his power. He's he's Superboy and he's little, protecting the planet. The little faux hawk on his it's head. The, it's yes. the hair, so too. Good. That's, yeah. <laughs> when did this come out? This is this was what year? 2014, 2015, somewhere around there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 2014. Because I distinctly remember in 2011, 2012, the faux hawk was like everywhere. Yeah, this, so was, this that, was after that. Yeah, it was after that. So mm-hmm. Olivier is looking fresh. He's looking more like Mark and Nolan than he ever has. Little yeah, short haircut, a little less uh, purple in his in his skin there. A little more. Yeah, he literally looks maybe a year younger than Mark. Right, which is so interesting. A little yeah. less than they're Nightwing, just like more so Drake. Yeah. yeah, it's. And, uh, we're gonna get to it, but this yeah. where they're wearing the costumes. I was like, blue and red, baby. Yeah. It's Nightwing and Red Robin. Hell yeah, <laughs> love this. So they are having their they're having their reunion. Olivier mentions he's got lay girlfriend, lay girlfriend, and he's like, you know, we're gonna we'll we'll cook for you later, blah blah blah. And so they get in, and this was one of the most relatable things that i've ever seen right this next page it's only four panels some getting settled into the their new apartment where it's them moving the stuff in next panels them trying to change tara's diaper and the next time they're just passed out they conked out all together yeah <laughs> yeah fully dressed still in the clothes the whole, they came in on the like, whole time they've been saying we're, we're not tired we're not tired we got yeah. so much we got like so much stew that's so great we're just gonna unpack and you know all this and then i love it out love it so much <laughs> and so eve goes to put tara away and she again tries to get intimate and mark rebukes her once again and at that exact moment olivier shows up with his lady haluma yeah. And Haluma's a bug girl, y'all. Yeah. Haluma looks like a prawn from District 9. I was Nine. just going to say, Haluma's straight <laughs> out of District 9. She's straight up just a prawn from District 9, bro. Like, and <laughs> it makes total sense, especially when you get the reminder of the planet that Olivier came from. Right. What he would find attractive. Like, this huh? is a looker for, for, I know. for him, oh, yeah. probably. I just, I just want like, to read this, what he says. Um, Olivier's I gotta do the accent hold on yes <laughs> I know she doesn't seem like the ideal mate to you but I I think now you see a sense of what I saw every of how I saw everyone on earth during my time there and like the idea makes that that's how he saw everyone it makes total mm-hmm. sense why he yeah. was so dismissive of everybody mm-hmm. yeah exactly and he's like 
I mean, did you see those mandibles? Like, <laughs> so funny. It's so good. He's, he's now... A, Haluma really does it for me. Like, yeah. like, no, I'm, I'm happy for you, man. That's cool. All right. He's now yeah, gone from Gavroche to Gambit. He is... Les poissons, les poissons. Our little French boy is all grown up. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. So... um. Haluma makes dinner for them. They are like not sure what this is. It tastes amazing, apparently. Okay, real quick, this is like the temple, uh, the temple of doom, like dinner scene right now, where it's just yeah. like all of them are like, mm, I don't know, I don't know what to do yeah. here. Real quick, out of I wanted to ask this because I had this question in my head. I wanted, what would you pick for your plate out of oh, what the what is like presented there? That's Honestly, it'd probably be the squid to... thing that Mark eats. Really? It'd probably be that. I think that that's the only thing that visibly doesn't have a mouth. Everything else looks like it has a mouth, and that I, freaks me out. I'm I, gonna disagree. I'm gonna go with the uh, the yellow stuff on the far corner because that doesn't look like it has a face. Potatoes. Why would you do yep. that? What? No, it just I'm looks like a mashed potato would, boy. Why would like, you just corn, settle dude. like that? Like, I'm gonna have corn. it. You that is, asked me to pick one, and I picked one. That is Leave also alone. Like, that also has like raisins in it. That's like bad, bland. Oh, it's 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 salad. just <laughs> it's the potato salad. At the cookout. <laughs> I've had it before. It's bad, but I can eat it. Bro, bro, if that's what the potato salad looks like, someone needs to get fired. Exactly. Potato salad ain't supposed to be like that, dog. Exactly. Potato well, salad white, is good. white person made that. Like for that, real. Yeah, exactly. that is that is that is white people. That's like potato Aunt salad. Debbie made the potato salad. Yeah, man. You don't let Aunt Debbie make it. I was gonna you go let for... Marcus go make it, man. Like exactly. <laughs> get some spice in that shit. So what Damn. would you pick, Jacob? I would totally get the the purple beholders that are like in that little um like uh basket they look like buns yeah. you know what i mean they look like yeah, weird. i think the way they're served that's, they look like rolls okay, that's, so i would totally what, grab that what malcolm picked okay yeah that's yeah that's what that's what mark's eating right yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah they just yeah, don't yeah, yeah. have they don't look like they have mouths yeah yeah and exactly. i think that's better off i don't, don't want to eat something with a face w- whatever like, the red yeah. stuff underneath that too the, like the, the fucking, like, little blue fish. baby things yeah. that are in oh, yeah. the in the pink basket like those are small children like, gonna say that for later. Yeah, Ugh. you're evil. So <laughs> they have their dinner. You're evil for not Olivia, uh, uh, trying new things. How about that, Olivia? I am a simple man <laughs> with simple tastes. Uh, Olivia, I got a simple ass stomach, so I get it. <laughs> Olivia and Haluma leave, and we get a callback to the introduction to Mark. Oh yes, I'm glad you noticed this. Where we <laughs> find him on the toilet once I'm so, again. I'm so proud that you knew that too. It's like, hey, Eve's like checking on him. She's like, are you okay? <laughs> like, you've been in there for a while. <laughs> He's so, having a rough time. Of it. I'm I'm glad that there's no sound effects. By yeah, the way, that, like I kind of appreciate that, but at the same time, I think I would loved to hear a little sound effects just because of just like. We've all been here in this moment with Mark. Season five. <laughs> so we've all been here. And what I love is that this scene is legitimately like a marriage scene. Yeah. yeah. Like this is. Oh, yeah. You know, Mark tries to flush. It gets clogged. Eve walks in and the two of them are just having this conversation while staring down. <laughs> at the like, ah, don't look at it. <laughs> so good. So the like, oh hair. god, I think I can fix it. And he's like, "What's your hair?" Yeah, like, exactly. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hair moment where I'm like, "Oh, so shit. good." And she's just like, you know, 
I don't know what to say. That came out of you. I don't think I'll be ever be able to look at you the same way again. And Mark's just like, if you ever look at me again. And so they have this conversation following. It's a very important conversation because they get intimate for a moment and Mark stops. And the two of them have this conversation where Mark admits to Eve what happened between him and Anissa. And it is raw. It is real. And it is really well handled, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, very earnestly handled again yes. i i really appreciate the earnesty that this is handled um because it's it's the the last bit and i don't want to dwell on it too hard because we didn't do like a we didn't do like a trigger warning or anything right. but the the very last bit of that conversation of him being like you know like why else wouldn't i hold back like yeah it, the, the victim himself. blaming that he does yes, yes. Yeah. is very earnest like that is a very earnest conversation and it's um, it's absolutely real. It is something yeah. that victims go through yeah. of of any kind of trauma. Yeah. And you, I you make yourself the um the you villain. Make yourself the villain. Yeah. yeah. And I, I appreciate how real this felt. Um however, following this, we get a very scary moment where Tara isn't breathing. Uh the next chapter, chapter one nineteen, follows up with them heading to the hospital. Chapter one nineteen, which the Please, uh, yes. the line at the bottom, because the cover is them in the emergency room, right. <laughs> uh, and the bottom says, "When Mark and Eve met in issue two, did you think they'd ever end up here? Crazy, right?" Yeah, I I love that they're having that they're having a running commentary now. Yeah, it's yeah. really that's funny. So cool. like, it's, and I'm sad it's that cool. it's not I'm in the compendium. That you don't get that. Yeah. yeah, I'm well, really sad. It's that's why these three of us are here. Too. Yeah. <laughs> So Mark and Eve fly to the hospital. They finally get there. The doctor is like a lot of doctors are very dismissive. And yep. Mark mm-hmm. like grabs this guy by the collar and he's like, my daughter is going to die if you don't save her. And he's like, okay, all right, just, 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 go, just go put her in the room. I, I do love that the reason he's dismissive of it is because he, he asks like, oh, okay, what is the child like? What species is she? And Eve's like, oh, part human, part viltrumite. He's like, a viltrumite? I can't, I can't, I can't attend to a viltrumite. That's unethical. Like, yeah. it, I, yeah. I do appreciate that that is uh, still a universal problem. Yes. That people yeah. see viltrumites as a universal problem. And that's not something that can be healed. Like, right. we see the viltrumites as better people now because we know that no one's leading them. We right. know what's going on. And we've but, seen the changes. And we've seen the changes, but everyone else in the universe has it. Yeah. And that's a really great, again, just a great perspective thing. Yeah. No but one like, knows no, about I, Craig the Redeemer. No one knows no, about Craig the Redeemer. Not which is yet. a shame. No one knows about awesome black guy, not Carl Weathers, you know? Not Carl uh, Weathers. <laughs> not Luke Cage. Not Luke. Yeah. No one knows about that guy. You know, uh-huh. like everyone thinks that they're terrible still. That's yeah. a really interesting perspective thing. Really love that. So uh, Olivier shows up. And again, what I love about last issue and this issue is this feels very real. It feels like real people talking. Mark is scared. He's terrified that he might lose his baby girl. And so he's lashing out emotionally after he just had this very emotional talk with Eve. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, blaming Haluma and Olivier for the food. Um, the two of them are arguing, and then he just kind of he breaks down, and he's like, "I, I just I can't lose her." And Olivier is like, "I know, I know you're scared. I'm scared too." And they have this really nice moment, um, as 
once we kind of find out what's going on, we find out it was the food. Yeah. That yeah. it wasn't compatible with her, that she is okay. Um, but that I'm just going to read it because it's still kind of the science make doesn't make sense to me. What? So he says, um, Tara ingested some sort of vegetation that caused her blood to become overly oxidized. The food was digested by Eve and quickly passed on to Tara through her breast milk. This oxidation short-circuited Tara's respiratory system because she technically didn't need to breathe, but it didn't put enough oxygen into the bloodstream to keep her conscious. And again, the science is like way over my head, but like it makes it's sense like reading it. It's because she's more human than Viltrumite. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. If Mark gets half, then she's only a quarter Viltrumite. Yeah. So, it's... you know, that's that's a rough thing to bring a human into right. <laughs> yes. like eve can do it because eve can i mean transmutate whatever she eats into Anything. whatever she needs like yeah. that's yeah. fine she just needs the organic matter yeah you know? <laughs> like, which makes but... me really excited if we later on like if we get to see tara like possibly have her father and her mom's powers that would be super that would cool. be a cool combo yeah. super cool so we get this great little full page spread um the battle continues the battle, the battle continues. continues. I love that this entire fight stretches across the entire volume. Mm -hmm. A nice tribute page. Once again, a tribute page to, to Conquest, Conquest and Mark yes. Malcolm's mm -hmm. boy. Yeah. Hell yeah. Almost there. <laughs> there Real quick, we got to give a shout to uh, Doug Smith from Kind of Geek on Twitter. Doug, you touched my heart this week. <laughs> he made this incredible uh, banner for that is almost there in the uh, invincible style. Looks amazing. It is, my, it is my Zoom background right now, and it will be my Zoom background for the rest of the series. Yes. And yes. it is also now the banner for the Geek Explain podcast uh, Twitter page at Geek Explain Pod. Go check it out. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, thank you to Doug. You rule. Um, Doug, you're rocking. Rocking it. Rockin so. Rockin it. Uh, Mark goes to meet with uh, with Alan, who's just watching this fight alongside Space Racer. Um, <laughs> they're still fighting. It's been days. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love how incredulous that is. I'm just like Jesus, really? Like, <laughs> and so the two of them okay. discuss Mark possibly coming to work for Alan, and they set up this thing that it might be kind of like a space spy deal. He's yeah. a spy, dude. <laughs> Mark Grayson. It's Grayson. <laughs> Absolutely love it. So they have this moment where they like, they agree. They're going to discuss it later. And as he's heading out, you know, Alan's goes, uh, cancel lock. They're only the best thing ever. And Mark yeah. says, I really shouldn't. Okay. Just one. He takes one and he's like, Jesus, that's good. Like, <laughs> I love that Mark's taste buds are still very Viltrum and very yeah. alien. Yeah. Uh, we also get this great little two-page spread of him soaring above the city. And it's, again, something that I love about last volume where he could use his powers in broad daylight without mm -hmm. fear of his identity. This is uh, going to work out for him, I think. This is going to work out. It's I'm just going to say this, this as a blanket out. statement, yeah. not knowing what the hell happens after this. Exactly. Um, but, uh, real quick, I, by the way, I flip people off this way in the corner of the on this two-page spread the with the pinky out to these like two guys that are like flipping each other oh, yeah. and everything like that <laughs> yeah 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 i totally yeah, like do the, this now 
Yeah, the Butterfucos. That's what I'm going to call them. Exactly. Like, hey, fuck you. It's like, hey, fuck <laughs> you, huh? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's exactly how I felt. And so yeah. Mark gets back to the apartment and he sees that Eve is cooking and that she's cooking up, you know, something that Tara can eat, something the closest thing that they can get to Earth food. Which is? Is? Gal. Zell. Say it with us, sorry. everyone. One, two, three. Gal. Gal. Yes. What a ah. great pull. What a great oh, pull. Miss and that boy. Showing respect to our boy Tech Jacket. Man. Yes. Love it. Miss Love him that. and his beard. Yes. Hell yes. yeah. So him and his dad must be having fun right now. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Yeah. Um, I hope so. So I fucking hate when you do that. I hope so. So <laughs> I fucking hate when you do that. So, I wasn't even doing it intentionally no. this time. I was genuinely saying I hope so. This he, is he this was. is what I'm talking about. He's done it enough times that I can't tell the Damn. difference anymore. Damn. Yeah. It too <laughs> so anyway. Um, so Mark is, you know, Mark and Eve have this really nice kind of uh nice kind of you know dinner. They tuck Tara in, and then again, they have this very real conversation. I love this. Tara Tara, Eve basically telling him, like, you can't blame yourself. Like, I know you, I know who you are. I needed time to process, but you cannot blame yourself. And she says, you know, we'll work through this. And I just, I'm going to get real here for a second. So I am in a very loving, committed relationship. And over the past five years out here in LA, I have had very stressful times. I go, and I've talked about this on the podcast, this isn't new for anyone who listens to the main podcast. Um, I go through seasonal depression. I deal with depression on a regular basis and it's tough. It's hard. And there are times where I, it kind of gets the better of me. And I kind of like, I wallow, I fall in this like really dark, like bad place. And um, my partner, Sammy, has pulled me out of it. And anytime that we are in a tough spot, anytime that there's a problem that we need to fix, we kind of look at each other and we say, we'll figure it out. Figure it out. And that is enough to let each other know, like, I love you. We are going to get through this. And just like how the uh, the uh, Mark and Debbie conversation spoke to you guys, this conversation spoke to me. Mm. This was, I got very emotional reading this. It was, she says, you know, we'll, we'll work through this. I love you. Um, you're here. We're together. That's what matters. Everything else will work itself out. I love it. Genuinely I, love it. I will say again, same, actually. Uh, very similar to me and my partner. So, yes, uh, this also spoke to me. This is a good emotions and good connectivity volume. This one feels yes. the most real. Like yeah. it feels the most genuine with every interaction and stuff. Like it feels very real. I mean, even, you know, I, I live in Tucson now. I was a kid when we moved here, but we moved here when I was get like, you know, even just moving to a new place and getting used to new customs and shit. Like this is so very relatable to that. Yeah. Like it's wild, man. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting how this is all a very fantastic volume, you yeah. know, and it's first with this giant cosmic battle. You know, it's, <laughs> it's you know, happening. But, yeah. it, but it's very genuine. Like every interaction in this is very genuine and very real. And I, I love that. I think it's amazing, man. Like, yeah, this is the power of this book. Like this is the Absolutely. power of this series. Exactly. It's, totally agree. So 
Alan shows up and he says, hey, fight didn't go as planned. We need you to go finish off Thrag, which brings us to the final chapter of this volume, chapter 120. And we see Battle Beast choking out the words, thank you, as Thrag stands over him. One of his organs, it could be his heart. We don't know his physiology. It's his, in his hand as he crushes it. <laughs> and he and Thrag says, it's done. And he kind of does that thing where he like passes out afterwards. His people come to find uh-huh. him. And meanwhile, uh, Space Racer with uh, I, I for the love of for the love of God, I can't remember her name. They'll say um, her name in a little bit. Cool. So the two of them are arguing because they have to go. They have to get out of there. And then later on, we see our boys, Nightwing and Flamebird, show up. Look at them. Yes. (laughs) They look so good. I love it so so much. So good. Giving Mark that costume looks awesome. Putting it in blue. Like this is this is everything that I want out of a Nightwing was... Tim Drake book. Yes. And this yes. is what this is Tom Taylor has been read. giving to me recently. Yes. The Nightwing book with Bruno Redondo. Go read that shit. It's the um, best. It's but the best yeah, I, I love, so good. I love seeing them together. And I love seeing them in their matching outfits. Um, both of them wearing boots mm-hmm. for Malcolm. Thank you. And the two of them, you know, <laughs> kind of take stock of everything that's going on. And they're like, he Olivier's got his somewhere. tricorder out. Love it. Love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so um, the two of them. This is, a real, this is actually a real Kirk and uh, McCoy kind of moment right here. Actually. This is yes, very Kirk and McCoy. Yeah. 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 This is a very Star trek moment. And so they meet one of the uh, one of the elders, basically fills them in on what happened. Um, you know, Thrag killed Battle Beast. He recovered and he left. And so... You know, Olivier says, you don't have to know exactly where Thrag went, do you? And then we cut in with some familiar faces. The TNG crew is back. State yeah. of Star Trek. Yeah. That's why you had a tricorder. It makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And so they're able to uh, find Space Racer and the lady. Um, Thresha. Thresha, yeah. Thresha? Thresha. Okay, yes, yeah. Thresha. Because when so, Space Racer wakes up, he's like, Thresha, stop! Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You are absolutely right. So they're able to rescue them. They're able to save them from the vacuum of space. Thresha, like, thrashes out. Um, <laughs> and I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. First it off, worked! Uh, <laughs> Secondly, real quick uh, Star Trek thing. Really cool that this is when they put in uh, the hologram doctor. Yeah, the doctor. Yeah. So that you could have a doctor get completely just punched right through. And it looks just straight up like Robert Duncan McNeil. Like, yeah. it's, they, it's, they didn't even try like, to make yeah. it look they like somebody else. They didn't even try. It's they, straight up <laughs> Yeah. Also, Voyager <laughs> fucking rules. It's the best. So, <laughs> so Voyager we, is the best Star So Trek? as we continue on, um, no, we take stock of everything and we go Star back to Telescria. <laughs> Where oh, Mark and really Eve the worst, really. are having a conversation <laughs> before bed, um, and the two of them get intimate, and they, you know, it. What I love so much about this is that we don't know what happened. We don't know the yeah. outcome of this. Yes. You know, Eve wants to get intimate, but she's like, you know, it's okay if you don't want to. And Mark says, No, I want to try. 
and then it cuts to later. And what I love about that is the idea that they did or did not isn't the important part. It's that Mark is on the road to recovery. Yeah. That's the important part. Yeah. And so Mark, you know, hears the crying of Tara. He goes to her crib and we get one of the best pages. The cutest two page. The cutest two page. We see Tara. We see Tara in all her splendor. There's a cute baby. It's a real cute baby. The cute baby. And so we get baby. We get this two-page sequence of this 16-panel grid where it's just Mark and Tara having a daddy-daughter morning. I loved this. Absolutely loved this. So it's so cute, right? It is the cutest thing. And then, you know, Mark and her having a little conversation. Like, I I love this. Once again, Mark's monologue with the kid, really good. Yeah. We We got just a slice of it last week. Mm-hmm. But then this is even better. Just down like to her like sitting there and then slumping over. He's like, okay, not ready for full time sitting up. That's fine. Like, <laughs> it's like I don't judge. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Boom. I oh, so good. And he rounds it all out with, you know, but deep down, I'll just be happy you're okay. And all I ask in return, don't ever throw up on my back again. That was horrible. I <laughs> I love it. I genuinely love it. Um, Eve wakes up. They have this nice little morning and it feels right. It feels like everything's going to be okay. They're going to settle mm-hmm. in. Things are going to be okay. There's going to be, you know, a strange adaptation period. I mean, they go and rescue this girl's cat, which she immediately bites the head off of. Yes. Because um, they're expensive. They are expensive. Yeah. It's an alien planet, so, you know? But <laughs> I love it. It's an alien planet. It's an alien planet. It's an alien planet. It just has to be saying it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, they basically say, um, you know, we're always going to remember these days. Let's make them last. And he says, maybe we'll get lucky and Thrag will get sucked into a black hole. Unfortunately, that's not what happened. It's not what happened. And because we get the most heartbreaking page to yes. end this volume. We yes. see that Thrag has moved his breeding palace into a breeding mothership. They are sailing the stars and producing more children for him. It's a good pun. (laughs) Yeah, very good. That was a really really good pun. Thank you. Thank you. I love that. I didn't didn't want to put too much emphasis on it just because, anyway. That was really funny. Thank you. It was great. (laughs) So, um, you know, one of the concubine walks up to him and she says, you know, how fair you, monarch? And we see Thrag in all of his splendor says, my health is imp. Oh, sorry. My health is improving. And what is he wearing? He is adorned, much like <laughs> Craven the Hunter. Thank you. Yes. I'm, I'm killing it right now, guys. You're um, killing it right now. You're on fire. With the In pelt. Fuego. Thank you. With the pelt, or uh, gracias. Uh, with the pelt <laughs> of Battle Beast, which he has converted into his own furry cape. Oh. <sighs> The foreshadowing of this was incredible. The fact that they've been foreshadowing that Thrag has to have the furry cape since issue 70 something when he showed up yeah. is genius. Has to have That's it. Has yeah, to have inspired. It. I also feel very uncomfortable with how sexy these bug ladies are. I don't know what, what their is deal the deal is. 
What is the deal? What is the Why deal are... with Robert Kirkman? Why are you like this? This one I, down I here you, at guys. the bottom of the steps is double caked up on a Thursday, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> them cheeks are clapping and will not quit. They are asking for oh, a standing man. applause. Jesus. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> Why are these things so sexy? It ain't fair. It's weird. I don't like it. <laughs> it's to stir them it feelings, makes, man. You know, it makes me. It's, very it's all equal opportunity at this point. It's all oh, equal Lord. opportunity. It's just weird. It is weird. So uh, that wraps it, up volume twenty-one. As we head and we uh, we wrap up this week's episode. Uh, oh, I forgot to give you the. Uh, I'm sorry. I forgot to give you the tag. On yes, the end of this please. Cover. For one, for one twenty. Uh, the cover for one twenty. The tag says, "You didn't think we'd focus on Mark and Eve raising Tara every issue, did you?" Nice. Which is interesting, given that most of this issue is exactly is them. That. Yeah, which I love. Um, so yeah, this is the end of this volume, guys. Uh, favorite moment, and uh, what did you think of this volume overall? We'll start with Malcolm. Uh, I love this volume. I think it's a great cool down from the last volume, which was really emotionally intense. This one is also emotionally intense, but in a very different way. This is, this is the affirmation volume. You know, you feel a lot better after reading this one. Um, even with the rough stuff that goes on, you feel, you just feel a lot better emotionally. Um, this is, this is a great volume, man. And this, I, I think you have to have, it, it takes a series to get to issue 120 to have this kind of effect. You have to sit with these characters for a very long time. You have to know these characters very well. They, they have to feel right in order to have this kind of effect and this kind of a story. It's, it's really great. I think this is a wonderful emotional turn and it's, it's great. This is a brand new era. Um, this is a brand new era. Mm-hmm. A brand new Tara, which is my favorite moment of, this, of the book. Uh, <laughs> the naming of Tara. I think is absolutely wonderful and I'm choking up right now just thinking about it. So I'm going to stop. Jacob. Uh, I agree with everything that Malcolm said, because um, this is honestly, you know, um, there's always a volume like this. That's uh, after a cataclysmic event in the series. That's our cool down episode if you want to do but it's always elevating the next section of the, of the story where it's not really a cool down or anything like that. This is my favorite cooldown volume out of um, out of the series because this this really gives you enough time to like all right well we're gonna focus on like uh, the family here and, and it's great because it is called Modern Family for what it for this reason and um, the yeah this is this has a lot going on it just because of just um, it's a new it's a new chapter in Mark's life from here on out. Um, uh, from leaving Earth at this point. Um, my favorite moment is, yeah, it's honestly from, from saying goodbye to Debbie all yeah. the way to the end of that issue, uh, leading to Tara being named, uh, is really honestly my favorite part of this. But also the, um, it's a tie between that and the conversation that Eve and Mark finally have. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 very beautiful um and yeah we already mentioned it it's like it's the most like it's it's such a i love i love the progression of rehabilitation in characters i yeah. think it's yeah. so amazing i think it's great okay. i think it's very impressive it's the best part of like any character development that you can get into um 
And uh, yeah, that's uh, from here. We're just like four more issues, four more volumes. I think the next volume is the volume I've I is the last thing I absolutely remember from this series. And really, that's, okay, that's interesting. I think I cool. think I think I know what it is, but <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah. So. I, I agree with both of you guys. Both of those moments were amazing. I myself, that conversation that Mark has with Eve, just for my personal connection with it, um, yeah. it being like this kind of situation, just like, you know, my real life situation, moving out here with the woman I love and yeah. having to like deal with all that stuff really like hit me. This volume hit me hard. It was a yeah. great yeah. little um, palate cleanser after all of the shit that happened last week. Um, it was just great. I really, really enjoyed it. And I'm excited to see where they go next. I'm excited to see Mark be a space spy. I'm excited to see the furthering relationship between him and Olivier. We might get some Mark and Olivier team up. I'm super yeah. stoked for that. So I'm interested to see when they cut back to Earth to kind of check in when with everybody. Um, because, I mean, they have enough here where they might not have to check back in with them for a while. We might go an entire volume without yeah. seeing what's going on. And then Mark will get back for some reason and we're going to see what's going on. Um, either way, I'm very excited. Very excited to see what happens. But that does it for this week's uh, Geek Explain Book Club. That does it for volume 21. And next week, we're going to be diving into volume 22. Let me see the title here. Volume is it, 22 is entitled. Is it... <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. It is. Oh, my God. I have been waiting for this exact moment for weeks. And I Me wanted too. to make sure that I was looking up to see your face Same. when you read that volume 22 is titled Reboot. The fuck yes. does that mean? Do you want me to read the description or you want to do it? <laughs> I'll read the description, but I'm very confused. Uh, the description. <laughs> at least... Listeners, look up the cover for this volume as well. Yeah. Because the cover also yeah. is very confusing. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> the description reads, while Mark... Eve and Tara make the best of their life on Telescria, Thrag has eluded capture. In this volume, loose ends are tied up, conflicts are brought to a resolution, and a door is closed so that a new one can open. Yes. <laughs> yes. The fuck does that mean? This is, okay. <laughs> this is the last thing. After this, Eric, after this volume, you and I are on even territory because i have okay. no idea what happens after this okay interesting interesting this is this is the this is it this is one of this is like okay this i have no moment. fucking clue what this means i am really, <laughs> this next volume is a fucking trip bro yes this i'm not gonna we lie are taking to you. It's acid a trip. yeah it's this a trip. is like this is like an it is an acid trip actually it honestly is mm -hmm. okay well i as in the words always, of the oracle, it's going to cook your noodle. Yes, as, it is. <laughs> as always, I am in for the ride because I have lost control of the narrative and I no longer have a hold on my life. That's, um, that's good. Yeah. That's, so next week, next Friday, volume 22, uh, 
sorry, real quick. Issues 21 through... Issues uh, 121 through 125? Uh, 126. 126. 126. Perfect. So issues 121 through 126, be there or be square. Um, I have no clue what is about to happen. I am very nervous. I don't know what's going on, but we're going to find out. Have you seen the next cover? Like for, for like the actual issue for like issue 121? No, I will okay. just like last time. I will yeah. do. A I was gonna say. I think we yes. should do that. Reaction swipe now. here. We, yeah, yeah, because Malcolm likes to see me suffer. So, yeah. all right, here we go. <laughs> we both, we both do, honestly. Okay. Um, I what guess you, we're what, going. What are you seeing? I guess we're going back to Earth sooner than I thought because we got <laughs> a bloodied robot holding up the broken mm. body of a mortal. The uh, little tag on the bottom of that cover is, oh, what are you so worried about? He's called the Immortal, right? (laughs) So this is now me having a problem with Image Comics because (laughs) I've had a problem with you for a little while now for the cheeky bullshit. And if it's all going to be cheeky bullshit. And now Image Comics is getting into it. I'm going to get I'm going to have a conversation with Image Comics, with Skybound Entertainment, and with Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. So tune in next week for that conversation, folks. <laughs> but for now, Eric, for... it's fine. It's called Reboot. Don't worry about it. It's I fine. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> for now, for Nightwing and Flamebird, this is Eric Azana. Malcolm Russell Nelson. Jacob Brown. And we will see you next time. The fuck does reboot mean? Turning black, still don't know how I'm gonna make it.
I have a really stupid idea for this intro, so I just need you guys to roll with me on this, okay? <laughs> Isn't okay. stupid is what we do, man. Stupid right. is what we do. <laughs> <laughs>